Hi friends, it's Andrea with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. There's been a lot of buzz lately about the new guidance from the American Academy of Pediatrics from their January publication. It was a comprehensive clinical practice guidelines on treating overweight and obesity in kids. But the buzz is really coming from eating disorder specialists. Why is this? That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. All right, so I have looked at the new clinical practice guidelines that I'm talking about. It is a very detailed 100-page report. It's the first publication of its type. They've never had clinical practice guidelines on treating obesity in kids. And from my perspective, there's a lot of good information in there. But the upshot is that the guidelines are now advising pediatricians to treat obesity much, much earlier in age and more aggressively, specifically by using weight loss medications and even bariatric surgery in very pretty young kids, surprisingly young kids. Much of the criticism is coming because the publication focuses on these aggressive interventions, but also focuses on just weight loss and BMI, body mass index, instead of health, and doesn't take into account the consequences of uh, potential disordered eating that could, you know, cause very, very damaging stigmas. And we don't really want to be labeling kids as young as six or eight by telling them they have this disease of obesity simply by their weight status. It seems very simplified. And especially for kids so, so young, it just doesn't seem like to me that that would be a beneficial label to be placing on kids because they really form identities. As we know, we've talked about in previous episodes that our identity with our body, our identity with the type of eater we are really drives our behaviors. And if we are telling kids at an early age that they're obese, that is going to be driving a lot of their behavior for future decades. And I feel like it is 
super counterproductive and damaging to them as well. What's concerning is that eating disorders among children and adolescents rose dramatically during the pandemic and eating disorders among patients who've been diagnosed as overweight or obese is significantly higher because they engage in these strict dieting behaviors and that makes their image of food and eating all wonky. <laughs> that is what we are literally trying to eradicate on this podcast. And when we begin to label kids as obese at an even earlier age, they're going to start engaging in that dieting behavior very, very young, kind of perpetuating and starting the disordered eating practices at a very, very early age. And really, again, perpetuating diet culture and beginning that cycle at such an early age. But many say that this could lead to significant eating disorders. In my opinion, if not eating disorders, like a full diagnosable eating disorder, then certainly very disordered eating habits. And many other eating disorder specialists are concerned. And many have issued their own statements opposing the guidelines and urging the American Academy of Pediatrics to reconsider or revise those. A lot of, a lot of people in that camp, the eating disorder treatment community, think that obesity shouldn't be classified as a disease because it puts, again, that focus on a weight, a number on a scale. And it reinforces weight stigma. So what can we do? Physicians, pediatricians, and parents themselves can give their kids support by giving them treatment, helping them address the, the problems that are linked with an unhealthy weight and focus on the habits that are going to be positive lifestyle habits, being good role models, being good advocates for healthy behaviors. And still as parents, we want to be able to navigate conversations with our kids so that their ki our kids can make good choices about their own health. We want the kids to be healthy. We're not focused and we don't, our goal shouldn't be to make kids skinny. And that dieting and that weight talk is not going to be healthier. And that is the stuff that is really associated with a higher risk of obesity and disordered eating. We don't want to be encouraging more of the, the diet culture and perpetuating that. We are here as parents, I believe, I have called all of us to do this in previous episodes, to be those that, the generation that eradicates diet culture. So we don't want to be assigning value to food. We do want to be promoting small, healthy, maintainable changes. Introducing more vegetables, introducing more fruit, more movement into a child's routine. Focusing on the child's entire health, including their mental health, is really the best strategy to avoid serious problems down the road.
and remember that being healthy can happen at a whole range of sizes. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.